Hey guys, Maggie with The Sweat Life here. I had the ultimate pleasure of interviewing Erin Opria for the podcast this week. Erin is not only a celebrity trainer, she is a motivator for people across the country through the books she's written, the workouts she's provided, both virtually and in person, selling out workouts everywhere she goes across the country. And we got the opportunity to work with her throughout the weekend um, for a series of events with A Sweat Life. And then we interviewed her for the podcast. So I got to talk to her a little bit about how she thinks about goals in general. And it was really fascinating because she's got this amazing, free, fun-loving personality. You'll see her and you'll hear her talk about loving dance parties and just breaking out in a dance party anywhere and everywhere that she can, and especially on Saturdays, uh, Saturday afternoons in Nashville where she lives. But she also is really regimented and she's got like down to a T, five-minute increments of time that she has to herself or for the goals that she's going to accomplish, the things that she does on a daily basis are pretty straightforward and pretty streamlined. So to talk to her about how she's achieved some really big things and the things she wants to do in the future was really fascinating. She's got these big dreams that are in the back of her mind, and she's got some crazy, crazy things that she's already doing right now. And she's a trainer to people like Carrie Underwood and Casey Musgraves. And so she really doesn't have a whole lot of uh, free time to just chill and do nothing. So I hope you enjoyed this interview with Erin. She's inspirational. She's got so much personality. And she has some really, really heartfelt things to say about just starting to move or starting whatever goal that you have, fitness or otherwise. It comes down to finding what you love, doing it with your heart, and never looking back. This is my interview with Erin. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not a- Hey, everybody. Maggie with A Sweat Life here. I am sitting across from Erin Opria. Erin, welcome to Chicago. Yes, thanks for having me. Such an amazing city, one of my favorites. Second to Nashville, but I love this place. I also love this place, and I also love Nashville. I mean, Nashville's really cool. I've only been one time, but like it it seems like a place where I want to be more. <laughs> it's really fun, but Chicago is just as fun. It's, seriously, when we go, if we go on vacation, this is always a place we like to come. Is it really? Yes, hands down favorite city. But like only between July and September, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's I'm not coming in the winter. Have you been in the winter? No. Okay. Uh, that's not true. I came in December for a uh, a game, a Bears game. Okay. Well, December is still kind of like it wasn't bad. Tentative winter. Yeah. It's like January through March that not really gets you, and April and May and June. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> nope. So, Erin, you're here uh, hosting a bunch of workouts across Chicago. I'm so excited. You are an incredible trainer, and now you host events all over the country, and we're just so excited to have you here. Oh, my gosh. I am so pumped. Like, hosting these events are so fun to me. These events, like, when I can get on stage and I look at people doing probably their least favorite thing to do during the day, which is working out, because most people don't love doing lunches. They're not doing lunches like, wow. This is so fun. But if I can see somebody smiling while they're working out, it gives me so much joy, so much fulfillment. And uh, so that's events are so important to me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I love to just look out in the crowd and see everybody happy. It's a party. It's a workout party making pretty muscles. I, I mean, what more it. could you want? I love it. I mean, and like your your personality just radiates so much more than like fitness. It really is your whole your whole life, your whole happiness whole is, world is, is like within your job, which is it first and foremost, you, you're a trainer, but also you are a motivator. I never thought about that, but 
I feel like I'm a cheerleader all day long. I just need some good. I need a pretty set of pom poms. I'm gonna show up at my. Why don't we get you some pom poms? That. You know what? One of my class, actually, Casey Musgraves was saying that. She's like, I think you're my biggest cheerleader. I was like, yeah, I'm a cheerleader now. Have you always been that kind of person for your friends, for your family? Are you a cheerleader? <laughs> you know what? I would have never thought that, but maybe not family. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am definitely for my kids, huge cheerleader for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hard on them, but I'm also their biggest supporter. Mm. And but I will keep them on track and driven. Yeah, whatever it is they choose to do, focus, focus, focus is my goal for them. Are they athletic, oh, athletically yeah. inclined? Yeah, okay. very much. Um, the older one is going to college. Right, he's in his first year of college. And okay. he's trying out for soccer. Okay, and then the younger one plays soccer in England. He's seventeen. Oh my god! So they're we're a soccer family. Yeah, husband and I met playing soccer. So soccer's our world. Awesome! How about that World Cup win? I mean, hello, that hello. was amazing. It was like chills for days. I mean, so cool. Yeah. And then the men's had their the Gold Cup going on. Uh-huh. The finals was here. We did lose that, but we went and saw the semifinal was in Nashville. Oh, oh, that sounds I, awesome! So we went to that. That was really fun. Incredible. Okay, so this podcast is about goals in general mm-hmm. um, because you walked here today. Isn't that right? Uh, yes, because so, I love – that's my favorite thing, too. Walking is my favorite. You can see so much stuff when you walk. And I'll walk on the same road like 500 times. I'm like, wow, where'd that come from? That's cool. <laughs> it's like a whole new thing. And this and the the idea of, of walking everywhere right now is part of the step bet challenge, which you're doing. And yes. so I'm assuming I'm going to take a leap of faith here and say that you like goals in some way, shape or form. Well, I'm not losing step bet. That's for sure. <laughs> step bet is the best. It keeps me so motivated. I mean, I love to walk anyways, even if I wasn't playing step bet, but playing step bet means I am walking no matter what. Right. And my kids are like, oh, actually, my oldest son's playing step bet now, which is so fun. Are you like competing against him a little bit? Well, we can't. There's no you don't really compete against anybody because everyone has an individual goal. So your goal, my goal, my husband's goal, my kids goal is all different. It's all based on your own history of movement. Awesome. So you're just competing against yourself. Very cool. And so there's a ton of winners. Um, Last time we had 4000 sign up. And I think we I think 3,000 made it to the end. Wow. Which is really cool. And the stories I'm hearing of people like just how like some people were on the verge of committing suicide. And they said just getting out and moving and getting the fresh air changed their whole world. I mean, I was like, it's amazing what movement and being outside can do for you. Oh, my God. And and especially like the combination of the two, like walking on a treadmill is good, but walking outside. Yeah. I mean, a little vitamin D always does the body good. Yeah. Totally. Wear your sunscreen. Oh man, I know. I need. To, I need to be better at that. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all doing the best we can. I got it on my face, but the rest of my body's kind of screwed. <laughs> so, what, what's your step goal right now? Um, so, on my normal days, I have to hit twenty two thousand. On my power days, I hit twenty six. So, it gives you. You have to get four day. You have to do five days a week. Okay. Or six days a week of activity. You get one day of rest. You can pick whichever day you want. Okay. Um, two are power days, and then the other four are regular days. Wow. So. So for for us who don't know exactly, how, I've never like worn anything to track anything. You can use in your my phone life. too. Use your phone. Tracks oh your yeah, steps. oh yeah. Apple Health will do that for mm-hmm. me. So how much walking does that? What does that look like for you? Your general day. I mean, of I'm walking? probably I'm probably averaging at least a half marathon a day. Oh my goodness, it's so fun. 
I mean, in Chicago, too, it's a cool place to walk uh, in the summer. Yes, it's so pretty. We got 35,000 yesterday. I was like, cha-ching. Does it, like, roll over? Do you get to no. do <laughs> No. No rollover okay. points. That's no, cheating. You know what? I don't want it to roll over because I want the next day to have to be a new challenge. Right. Because that would be too easy for me. Right. Honestly. Well, and I think, like, these, you know, ways that you can create small goals for yourself, at least for me, I think small goals lead to bigger goals, and they also stem from bigger goals. Like, I think that they're all related. And so when you get in the habit of just pushing yourself a little bit here and there, then you move to the next thing. You move on to the next thing, and then you think bigger. Bigger. Yeah. I mean, step bed is just so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. Everybody should play Step Bad. I'll have another game in a couple weeks. Oh, I like love five it. five weeks. Incredible. So um, I'd love to hear more just about sort of like your journey to, I mean, first and foremost, you were in the Army. In Marines. You were in, you were in the Marines. I'm sorry. Yes. And you led the first female platoon in the infantry in a war zone. So, yes, I led the first female platoon that's ever been formed in the Marine Corps. And then we were the first females to ever be attached to the infantry, period. And then on top of that, in a war zone, too. Oh my word! It was, it was a it was a great experience. It was a very eye opening experience. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so crazy how every experience in your life leads you to the next thing. Like mm-hmm. it, you learn so much. Like I would have never thought this is what I'd be doing today. I mean, I'd planned on retiring in the Marine Corps. I never thought I'd get out. And then when really? I got yeah, no, I had no desire to get out. So in nine years, I was going to lose custody of my kids because I was getting ready to deploy again for my third tour, and uh, I was going through a divorce. So, um, so I chose to get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, and it killed me. I mean, you obviously choose your kids over that. I have sure. no regret, but I was certified to train before I went in the Marine Corps. So when I got out, I was like, well, what else would I do besides fitness? That's mm-hmm. what I love. Mm-hmm. And so I went back into training and I was like, all I want to do is train people. Like I wasn't like, give me celebrities. Like, that's just not my world. I'm not a, I know I'm tied up in that world, but that world is not like something I've Ever. You didn't seek it out. No, never in the in my mind would I've ever thought I want to train a celebrity. All I wanted to do was train people to feel better and be happy. I yeah. want to see people happy. Yeah, and I feel like with fitness and health, people's whole personality, demeanor changes one hundred percent. Even if it's just going for a walk. I mean, how much a walk can make you smile as opposed to just sitting on the couch? And then what do we do when we sit on the couch? We snack mm-hmm. or we sit drink on our wine. Oh yeah. But usually it leads to eating. Mm-hmm. Because how often are you out for for a walk and you're like, oh, I just want that big fat cheeseburger. Usually when you're out for a walk, you're like, wow, this is kind of nice. Yeah. You sit on the couch, you're like, give me all the pizza, baby. Some mm-hmm. wine would go with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it helps break cravings too on top of that. So it helps lead to the goals of eating cleaner. Sure. Sure. So. It helps you start somewhere. It's the most like tangible thing you can do. Yes. And you wanted to help people find that who didn't know what that looked like. Yes. And so many people just don't under don't understand and really don't understand that it can be enjoyable. That yeah. It doesn't have to be a miserable, deprived right. life. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I really, really gather from you is like, you know, your four-minute Tabata series that obviously Tabata is a, a workout that a lot of people do, but the way that you drive it home, that it could be five mini workouts throughout the day or even if you don't get to all five, if you did one, that's one more than you would have done. Anything's better than nothing. Just move your body. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are a machine. The more we move, the better we feel. The more we sit, the tighter it gets. It's like a car. If you leave it sitting there for a long time and then you go to start it, it doesn't want to go. It's the same thing with our body. Have you ever noticed when you sit on the couch for a little while or you sit at your desk chair, you're like, you get up and you're like, ugh, mm-hmm. my hips, my back. Everything's just so tight yeah. and yucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're walking, your body just starts to loosen up because it's made to move. Yeah. We're, we are an opposite society where we're supposed to, 
sitting should be our break from walking. Walking shouldn't be our break from sitting. We have it reversed. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Because, but a lot of people don't have a choice. It's their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can do some butt squeezes. Sure. You can. you can do some mean butt squeezes and hold that core tight, baby. You can do it all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I feel like we just, it's, it's that momentum that once you get it, you keep it. But once you lose it, it's hard to get back. It is, but baby steps can get you there. Everybody mm-hmm. can do it. It's when you decide it's important enough to you, you'll find a way. Otherwise, you'll find an excuse. Yeah. Because so, we can all find excuses of why not to do something. Right. And that's the part of you being a motivator that I think probably makes a huge difference to the for the people that work with you, that train with you, is that you're not just giving them a workout program. You're showing them no excuses, and here's why. Yeah, no excuses. And I want them to want to do it. I don't want them to be forced to. Obviously, I feel like it's always in the beginning. It's kind of like, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. But I want them to be excited about it. I want them to want to do it when I'm not standing there with them. Yeah. I want... And when people watch my Instagram videos and stuff, I want them to say, wow, I can do that. Right. I can do that. I can put on some fun music and I can smile and I can do this by myself, have a little dance party. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I mean, I have a dance party every day. Every day. Every day? Like multiple times a day, maybe? <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. We just had one at the last news station. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I mean, like, I'm not going to write it off. We can we can have it here, even if it's a podcast. <laughs> I, mean, I have it everywhere. I'll be dancing tonight on stage for sure. Oh, I love it. So, okay, so tell me more about that transition of you just wanted to train people, and then this celebrity trainer thing kind of came to you or happened yeah, to you. Yeah, it fell in my—I mean, I didn't go looking for it. It was—they um, reached out to me. It was all word of mouth. I've never advertised a day in my life. I've never given out a business card. I've never done anything. Wow. It was just, I feel like if you chase your passion and don't chase money, that is a misconception. Don't go, people always say, how do you train celebrities? I was like, you're in it for the wrong reason. If that's your goal, that's not what you're, that's not what you're meant to do. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. fame is your goal, then you're in trouble because it's not as glamorous as people see in magazines yeah i mean like make your goal be your passion your dream should be your passion your heart your soul because people will see right through chasing money mm-hmm. so for me it was all i wanted to do was train and so i word of mouth you know it's like one client talked to another client talked to another client and i mean that doesn't mean that just because you have you're a good trainer that you're always going to train celebrities i mean there is Right place, right time. Right, right. I was going to ask, so yes. did Carrie Underwood like live in Nashville? No, she okay. was not my first client, though. Okay. She was. She came from recommendation from other clients. Got it. Got so, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from other artists. So, yeah, my first one was Leanne Womack. Oh, my gosh. I mean, 12, 13 years ago. Wow. I mean, how insane. Wow, I'm getting old. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's crazy. Yeah. And then uh, Frank Liddell, who's a producer, um, he produces... A lot of big names in Nashville, too. And then it went to Carrie Underwood. And then it just kind of blossomed from right. there. And, I mean, as a trainer, you you have to hear what your clients' goals are. And then you have to help them. You have to help them achieve their goals in the way that's going to be successful in the long run, not just like a short-term thing. And I think that's that's really hard to help other people set goals and follow through because other people are not you. Like, you can only promote these great ideals so much they have to like you said want to do it and they have to decide it's important enough to them yeah because i can train them all day long but if they want to go eat junk food they're not going to reach their goals because you cannot doesn't matter how much you try i tried for years you cannot (laughs) out train a bad diet i mean i'd work out for hours and i'd go eat a whole large pizza i was like dang why did i not my stomach not getting flatter i don't understand Uh well it doesn't work i mean you cannot out train a bad diet Mm -hmm. 
And so I, I preach it enough. I was like, look, when you decide you really want it, that's when your goals are going to happen. You're mm-hmm. going to reach your goals. But if you just wait for me to train you and don't do your end of the work, it doesn't happen. And I say it on Instagram all the time. Don't ruin all your hard work on the weekends. Like you do great all week. You eat clean. You do great. And then you save the weekends and you reward yourself. And I actually do, I do a post about this pretty much every Friday because I'm like, sink it in, sink it in. Because this is what, this is what got me. I was perfect all week. Never ate one bad bite. Never really drank. The weekends, I would eat one meal of a whole large pizza, a dessert, a couple glasses of wine. And then it would take me, and I'd probably gain, I don't know how much I'd gain. I didn't really go on scale. But it would take me all week to get back down. It's like I'd gain everything I had gone down. Mm-hmm. And then the weekends, I'd go up. And then the w- whole week, I'd go back down. So it's not like I gained weight. I maintained. Yeah. And so I was like, in order to break that plateau and maintain, you've got to change your cheating. Mm-hmm. Your cheating mentality has to change. It can't be a free-for-all when you cheat. And I learned how to cheat in small portions. I always say eat responsibly. Yeah. Cheat in small portions, and then you'll hit your goals. Like, if you eat a whole large pizza or you eat a piece of pizza, does it really taste any different? I mean, you get right. the flavor. I mean, what's the difference? An hour later, your stomach's just not as bloated. You're like, oh, thank you. I'm glad I didn't eat the whole thing. Sure. You still got to enjoy it. Sure. So I don't go without anything. I enjoy everything. I enjoy my tequila, too. Absolutely. Tequila, beet juice, and lemon is the best. Wait, really? Beet juice, lemon, and tequila? Beet juice, lemon, ginger, and tequila. Okay. So every Friday, or not Friday, every Saturday at 4 o'clock, we call this like the blue-haired special of dancing, my husband and I go to uh, Whiskey Row in Nashville, the rooftop, and we go dance for two hours. I take my own beet juice because beet juice is a natural energy source. That's uh-huh. what I use as my pre-workouts and upper. And tequila is an upper. You put the two together, and you're like, what? party time so (laughs) yeah amazing so i always take my beet juice with me anywhere i'm gonna have tequila do you like where do you buy beet juice do you make it oh i make it okay yeah okay that's a silly question no uh, it can't be like store-bought you can go to a juice place a local juice place and have it juiced Uh uh-huh but don't um don't go buy the jars a lot of people bought the jars like that's not effective because as soon as heat is put to it it's not effective. Mm. Beets are only, beet juice is only effective in its raw form with no heat put to it and within three days of drinking it. Interesting. Of it being juiced. So, and that's what I, about an hour before I work out every time, it's what I drink. It opens up my blood vessels, allows me to be more, um, I don't get winded. And that's why. Wow. It's such a game changer in workouts. I don't do like all the crazy supplements for mm-hmm. workouts. And stuff. I was I was going to ask you. I'm just curious about your general. I mean, I know you love to move a lot, and I know you do the step bet challenge and just moving in general. Like being a trainer is an active thing. Sometimes it can mm-hmm. feel a little bit like a workout here mm-hmm. and there when you're demoing. But what does your general fitness routine look like? Oh, okay. So one thing on the beet juice, do not do it on an empty stomach. You want to make sure you have food on your belly first because okay. it can make you feel like you're going to throw up. Mm. So I always eat breakfast, and then I take a beet shot every morning. So every morning for me is uh, oatmeal, egg whites, and berries every day. Okay. So like, I mean, it's probably been 12 years. I haven't eaten one different breakfast. It doesn't matter if I'm on the road. Like, I brought a whole thing of steel-cut made, oatmeal made, and I stay in hotel rooms that have a microwave. And you Perfect. can order eggs anywhere. I mean, yeah. It's so simple. Um, so that's in the morning. And then I have my beet juice. I have two shots of beet juice, not with tequila. Tequila is only on Saturdays for me. Mm. I'm very regimented, if you didn't notice. Do you think that comes from military, military background? Of course it does. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a very, very structured. But my whole day is so minute to minute. If I wasn't structured, my lifestyle, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. work. No. I am so, like, everything is literally, like, 
okay, 8.05, I can be there, 8.05. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were like right on time for the podcast, you know? I am on the, pretty much on the minute, yeah. always, all day. And so, yeah, so I train. So I get up and I train, much to what m- people think. People think I just follow Carrie around all day. I do not. <laughs> I nope. mean, I train a, a bunch of people in a day. Um, anywhere from 8 to eight to 10, maybe 11 on a high end for a day. So, and then I come home and then it's media time for me. Whether it's articles I have to write, or it's my book I'm working on, or it's a podcast that I need to do, or it's whatever it might be, and then the evening time is my workout time. Okay, so you're an evening worker outer. Well, no, if I had the choice, I'd be a morning worker outer. But, but that's that when everyone works out. So I would have to get up at one o'clock in the morning to be a morning worker outer right. because I already get up at three thirty. I was like, nah, I will be an evening person. Right. Sleep is something I suck at so bad. That's that should be my goal. Is mm. it? And I say it all the time, I'm going to get better, but it's like, well, what do I cut out? Do I cut back on clients, which I don't want to, I love my clients. I love training. I don't want to cu- ever cut back on that. So it's just, there's just not enough hours and I love working out. So it's like, yep. it's my playtime. I'm not mm-hmm. getting rid of my playtime. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because um, when you talk about being really regimented, I also see this just so lighthearted, playful personality. So it's this interesting like juxtaposition almost where it's like you love the dance parties, you love that freedom and just freedom to move, but also you yourself are really very... I'm very, my, my mind is very structured. Yes. So Saturdays, my dance party time is the one time I don't have my phone. I don't have anything. It is a completely errand. Just let's go. I have two, two drinks. Not like I'm getting hammered. People are like, oh, you're an alcoholic. You're drinking every Saturday. I'm like, no, <laughs> I have two tequilas a week. I have just the best time. And I just dance. I mean, people look at me like I'm crazy and people just stare at me like, what's wrong with this old lady? because we're like the old people at the bar too (laughs) i sort of i feel like that i wish that i could go dancing at like eight in the morning that's my ideal time is like a morning dance party yes at night i'm four o'clock is fun because then i i work in the morning i work in the morning and then i can do some stuff my kids are moved out you know how many Uh kids at home yeah they're here with me this week but they're don't live with me um and then four o'clock, I'm like four to six, great. And then I'm going home and I'm cooking some eggs. Yeah, you're right. Wild. <laughs> so where did you find this love for dance? I think I've kind of always had it. Yes, I've kind of always had it. I've okay. kind of always been known as like the wedding party starter, dance party starter. First one out on the floor, last one to leave. That's yeah, me, at yeah. least. Okay, <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of my husband and I. We, we're, we kind of love to have fun. People kind of love to just laugh at us like, oh, geez, here they go again. <laughs> but you provide the opportunity for people to be like, it's okay to have fun. Yes, and people will judge me like, oh, she's such a bad dancer. Oh, you're so white. And I was like, you're, I am absolutely white. And you know what? I'm having fun. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I'm obviously not trying to impress any one of you guys. I didn't go to dance class first to try to learn how to do this dance for you guys. I just moved. So free. I move because I love it and I don't care what other people think of me. I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, judge me all you want. You know what I always say to myself? People are going to talk about you anyways. You might as well give them something to talk about. (laughs) Might as well because people, they do. That's what they do. They like to sit and gossip around other people. I'm like, you're wasting your time, but might as well give you something to gossip about. Yeah. Oh, look at the fool she's making of herself. But you know what? She's laughing. Yeah. You're having a good time. I'm having a great time. So I don't care. Right. So, okay, this whole this whole podcast that is about goals, I, I know one of the biggest questions that we ask is, like, what is one big goal that you're really proud to say out loud? There's so many things that you have okay. done, um, yeah. and, I, and I don't want the, okay. the listeners to not hear all the many things, but what's one big goal you're really one proud of? One big goal, a lifetime dream of mine, 
and I don't know if it will ever happen. I haven't really done anything to even try to pursue it, but I do want to do it. I want to have a, an active wear clothing line. Amazing. That I love workout clothes. I really own like four shirts that are not workout. I don't wear them. Maybe once a year, twice a year. I don't dress up. And I love tennis shoes and I love, I just love, and I'm very, very picky. Like mm. everything I want to cut this one spot, this, this was just a little bit. And I have, I've tried every line out there and I know exactly what everyone has all the time. Cause that's all I look at mm-hmm. is workout clothes. I love it. So there's a day, that's a dream. So maybe one day it will happen. Maybe not, but yeah. Do you have, can dream, right? Totally. So wait, that's so funny too, because, um, you you're thinking about things like as a you know this is a dream in the future but you're also very regimented in the things that you do so do you envision potentially putting in a plan that's like okay i'm going to do this thing and set that goal and write it down like do you have those kinds of steps no not okay. for this one not yet okay and i will when i when i get to a place where i'm like okay i'm ready i am not one that says oh. like when i decide i'm ready there is no sleep. Nobody in my house sleeps. Nobody gets anything to talk about but what I want to focus on. Like I am in overdrive and I will work 24 7 until I hit what I decide I want to hit. And that's how my mind works. It will stay chill. Like right now, this one's kind of chill in the back of my mind. It just stays there, stays there. But when I say it's go time, I will do it. Is that a gut thing? I wait until I feel like the time's right. I sit on it. I either see the right opportunity where I actually just happen to stumble on the right person. I'm not looking. Mm-hmm. But if I happen to meet and stumble on the right person or I see something, I just see something that is like a, this is a sign that it's time to go on this. Yeah. yeah. That's the way things were with my first book. Things I'm working on a second book. Things with a second book. That's uh, kind of the way things are. I, I'm drag. I drag, drag, drag. And I don't, nobody really even knows about it. It just sits in my mind and plays on replay. And then my mind never stops. It's like, it goes on forever. (laughs) Like it just ding, 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 ding. I have issues. Do you, I mean, I think a lot of people could probably relate to that in the, 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 I don't know if it's not type A. It's probably not even type A. It's just like. I am type A for sure. Is, and okay. So type A, (laughs) the idea that like you, you have the things that you're, you know, working towards and you want to work towards those things. And those are the kind of the set in stone goals. Um, but then the more ethereal things like in the future, what you seem to do is, is this nice blend of being able to accept those things and be ready to take them on when you're ready to go into overdrive. But maybe a a lot of other people don't necessarily have that, that skill to be able to tie, tie the, the type A personality to the, like, the dream, the dreamer. Well, it's hard to take that risk, too. A, yeah, lot, of, right. a lot of our dreams are risks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when, when is the appropriate time to take a risk? Whether, I mean, a lot of times it's going to be a financial risk, too. Right. And, I mean, it's not always easy financially. And it's like, your gut, your whole heart has to be in it, I feel like, to make things successful when they're your dreams. Mm-hmm. If they're truly your dreams and not somebody else's dreams for you, Make sure they're your own dreams. Like I, nobody's pushing me to do anything. It's all, everything's in my head. I have a bunch of cheerleaders around me, but I don't have anyone that ever pushes me towards anything, which I think everyone needs to find out what, not, don't use somebody else's ideas. Use your own ideas. We're all creative in our own minds. Mm-hmm. 
to what's important to us. If it's not important, I mean, you give me tech stuff. I'm like, how do you turn a computer on? I don't know. I mean, I haven't been on a computer in probably two, three years. I don't even know how to turn a computer on, honestly. I have no clue. My phone doesn't work. Hey, Sean, can you fix my phone? (laughs) So, like, if tech was important to me, I'd probably learn that stuff. But I could care less. Yeah. And so it's like find what is what you truly love, truly love. I feel like you can be successful at anything you truly love. And you might have to wait for the right time. It's not, and it's not easy. I mean, I had to clean houses to train. Mm-hmm. I was a single mom with two kids and I was making $800 a month. I was like, this ain't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. Training in the very beginning. And I was like, well, and everyone's like, you can't be successful as a trainer. You can't support your kids. I was like, yes, I can. And they're like, no, you can't. It's like, oh, I can watch me. Did you ever doubt it? I didn't ever doubt it. Nice. I mean, I've had days where I'm like, oh, what am I doing? You know, like, good. Everyone always sees everything so glamorous, but it's just like any careers. There's high and lows. You know, mm-hmm. you look at some days you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> not not about choosing the career, but maybe a decision along the way that I've done. Um, everything's not easy, even though everyone's like, oh, it's so easy for you. I was like, nope, you only see what you see on Instagram. Right. I mean, I have worked for years, years and years. I've been certified since I'm 18. I'm 41 now. So it's like, Mm-hmm. It's not easy. I mean, I work my butt off and I work seven days a week. I don't take days off Christmas. That's it. I work every single day. If I'm on the road, it doesn't matter. I train FaceTime. I don't take a day off. Is that something that you, you want to continue? Do you eventually want to take a day off? I, I, would, I, would say, I would say that I will probably get to a point where there's just so much right now. There, there's, it's not a possibility. I have clients, you know, that are their schedules are crazy. Right. They're all over the place. I'm all over the place. So we do FaceTime when and where we can make it work. And so in that case, I'm forever grateful for what I'm able to do. You know, like I don't think, oh, I wish I didn't have to train. I don't feel that way about training. Training to me is a happy place. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like my playtime. I get my clients' playtime, and then I get my playtime. So. But there will be a day where I'm like, okay, I think I want to have one day off. Maybe Saturdays. That, I think ultimately that would probably be a family goal is for Saturdays. I mean, I don't know what it would be like to get up in the morning when the sun was up. Like, that would be kind of crazy. I'd be quacko. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever slept in? I mean, I'm sh- we have. It doesn't not. Not, not at all in the I regular. mean, like 530. Right. In the summer, I guess it's already light at 5.30, so it feels like sleeping in, (laughs) pseudo, kind of. Yeah, no, we don't really sleep in. Right. Well, so, I mean, you have done so much. Like you, the book, the 4 by 4 program. I love that book. People love that book. People love the program. It's not just... It's not just workout. It's, I mean, it's your whole lifestyle. It is a completely, even though it says the word diet on there, I fought that word so much. And I, obviously I lost because it's on there. (laughs) And they're like, it has to be a diet book. I was like, it's not a diet book. And I was like, whatever, fine, do it. But we went months of fighting that word Mm. because I wanted it to be a lifestyle book. Yeah. And they wouldn't let me. But it is all about learning how to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle forever. I want people to learn to love life. I want people to smile I want them to learn to eat clean and that clean food doesn't have to be disgusting. Like people think, oh, broccoli and chicken over and over and over. That's not what it's about. I don't eat broccoli and chicken over and over and over. That's boring. I mean, I like delicious food, but delicious food can be healthy. And I want people to learn that it can. So it has lots of delicious recipes. And I'm going to teach you, you don't have to say no carbs forever. 
And I will say, if you go no carbs, will you lose weight quicker? You will, absolutely. But you're also going to gain it back way quicker. Because I want you to live a lifestyle. I'm not out to make it a quick fix. Yeah. I always say this is not a mar- this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. This weight did not happen overnight. Don't expect it to go off overnight. Just try to enjoy the journey. Each step of the journey, you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. Just like anything in life. Try to just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Every pound is a celebration. I mean, every pound is 3,500 calories. That's a lot. Yeah. If you look at it that way. Right. So, okay, so you have this book, this program that has reached thousands and thousands of people. Now you do virtual training. You have an app that helps people with their recipes. You tour the country and you sell out workouts everywhere you go. I mean, when you look back, when you take a step back and look at what you've accomplished, you know, what is the gut feeling you have? And is there something that stands out as like, I'm really proud of that one thing? You know, it's so funny. Everyone's like, you're so successful. And I'm like, successful? I'm not successful. I just work out. <laughs> like, I don't see success. Like, other people look at me and say, wow, you're so successful. But I don't see that at all in myself. I see that I have so much more to hit. And what I always say, what is the success level? I don't know at what point my mind's going to say, wow, you've done a good job. You've, you're successful. It's not money. I'm not money-driven at yeah. all. Like, money is the least... Uh, I mean, I turn, I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't entice me. Mm-hmm. It has to be something I truly love. Mm-hmm. Products I work with are things that I love for years before I worked with them. I don't like to work with a lot of things. I, I'm very particular. And uh, six, I don't know what level of success is, but I forget the question you asked me. <laughs> Just kind of like, I, I guess, I guess that kind of answers it is that when you take a step back and you oh, look at it all. I? I I mean, the the fact that you have so much more to do is there's so much more. And I don't, you know, I'm working on this subscription based workouts, basically that everybody can do. You can subscribe and you'll get, um, eight workouts a month. Plus there'll be some like ones that are stay on there all the time and it will change out every couple of weeks. And it will be really, there'll be really fun workouts that everybody can do that. I'm excited about Mm -hmm. because I can't reach everyone all the time. I wish there was more hours in the day, but I run out of hours. Yeah. And so I just think that would be that's going to be really cool when that comes out, and that's just because I've been too lazy to get the video shot. Mm-hmm. So when I get done procrastinating on that, it will get done. I feel like you're not procrastinating. I feel I like know. you're doing a ton of other okay, things. Okay, so I need it to be daylight. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, at your this daylight point, hours are only so many. There's not. There's none. I'm not home at daylight. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I want to shoot at my studio and. Um, there's my procrastination is I need to basically take, I need two days off of work and I don't take days off of work. And so that's what it's coming down to. And so when I'm home, I really need to work a ton with clients because I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. You know? and mm-hmm. So that's where it's coming from, but I will get them done. And so I'm excited about that project. That's in my book. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me about the book that you're working on. Ah, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's been a work in progress. <laughs> it, we've completed it. And I was like, nah, didn't like, don't like it. Start over. Okay. So we've we've done the start over a couple times. Okay. Because I haven't found the right angle to exactly how I how I love it and envision it in my head. Is it not, is it a lifestyle book again? It's going to be lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's one hundred percent what I believe in. It. But what we're going to change? Um, I want people to learn about inflammation, mm-hmm. the power of our bodies, and what inflammation really does to our bodies. People don't really think about it, and it's not the inflammation that you see. It's not like, oh, my arm's swollen. There's internal inflammation. So it's going to have some angle of that, but not fully that. Okay. Okay. 
So for people that just don't know where to get started and the, you know, the journey is long and it's a marathon, not a sprint. What is the advice that you want to give to people everywhere, anywhere and everywhere, whether they train with you or not? Step one, just start moving. Start moving. It's going to help break some food cravings. You can get my book, The 4x4 Diet. I have it laid out for four weeks, exactly what to do each week. I have Tabata workouts laid out for beginners all the way to advanced. I finally got my mom to do my book. She is now, she was at 80, I did a post a couple months ago. She was at 86 pounds. She's now lost 97 pounds. Wow. She's playing my step bet. It's her third step bet game. She has not done the workouts out of my book. That's the next step. I'm going to get her to do that. But she's just following it nutrition-wise. She's like, I don't feel deprived, Darren. I can do this. Mm. I was like, I'm so proud of you. Like seeing my mom walking, she's not been able to. Yeah. And it's just so cool. Yeah. And and then for like other fitness professionals, because I think you are an excellent role model for other people uh, that do want to be in this profession that probably do have a passion for it. But a lot of times I think fitness professionals start with this like, I don't know, I kind of want to teach a class or like one class a week or maybe do it on the side for the people that start to really want to do it and go for it. What advice would you give them to making this their career. Okay. So one of the biggest advice I would tell somebody is don't try to follow somebody else's journey. No other trainer has going to have the same one. So I actually just had this conversation with my son about soccer. I was like, don't look at any soccer player and say, I want to be him. I said, you want to be Hayden Black. You want to be yourself and you want to have your own story. You go engrave your own story. It's the same thing with a trainer with any career. Build your own path. Have your own story to talk about. My path as a trainer is very different than most of the celebrity trainers you see. Not There's not many female Marines. I don't really know any, at, yeah. like in the celebrity trainer world. Mm-hmm. And so I, my journey's been different. I cleaned houses. You know, like I did everything I could do, and that's my journey. And I want everyone to don't, because it worked for me, isn't going to necessarily work for you. Yeah. So I want them to find, one, find something that they truly love in fitness. I love Tabatas. That's what I've been able to focus on. But just because I love Tabatas doesn't mean you should just follow that. Find what you love. What is your what is your specialty? What is something that makes you you, makes you feel good, makes you excited to teach, makes you happy, makes you fulfilled, and lead that. And just realize that there's going to be days it sucks. You're going to be like, why am I doing this career? I hate it so much. What I've made the worst decision ever. And hopefully you have a cheerleader around you to build you up on those down times. Have a good support group because it's just like any self-employed career. It has really fun highs, but really low lows. I feel like it's I'm at a different point now where I don't really struggle with that, but I had some massive ones in the beginning, like trying to do it with two kids. And yeah. I mean, I would train all morning. I'd get up at 3.30. My grandma would watch my kids because I was divorced. And uh, and then I'd train early in the morning. And then straight from there, I didn't have many clients. I would go clean houses until my kids got off the bus and I'd be home for them to get off the bus every day. And then I coached them soccer and did that every day. And I said, I will get to where I'm not cleaning houses. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really loved the house cleaning, oddly enough, because that's instant gratification. <laughs> my job is slow gratification, but that job is instant. Ah, I was like, look at that sparkly bathroom. Jeez, <laughs> I just cleaned the heck out of that thing. <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. That like just your your sense of joy, like deep within you for the things that you're doing. It's that's what I just see resonate across your whole story is like 
find what you're passionate about, or even if it's not the thing you're passionate about, it allows you to do the thing you're, you're passionate gonna about. You're going to have to do some. I, I feel like if you have a passion and a dream, you're not going to make money right away. And that's what you have to remember. Mm-hmm. Don't go into training thinking, I'm going to be rich because you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not very many rich trainers. Right. Go into training because this is what you want to do and know that in order to actually build your business, you might have to do something on the side. And that's not that's not like degrading cleaning houses. I don't think is. I mean, there's no degrading job. Every job has a purpose. Go. You can work at coffee shops. Do whatever you have to do to make your other job grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have to make money. I mean, you have to support yourself. So right. you do what you got to do. This has been so much fun. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop this interview. I love it so much. If you could share uh, like one last piece of advice for people that um, maybe are struggling at, or hitting a plateau or they're struggling to go for that next that next goal to stay motivated. That's something I see from you is that you just find a way to stay motivated no matter what over all your years of training. What would you tell people that so- also... You know, there's days that I feel like, oh, I don't want to do it. And I have this vision in my head, and I don't know if it's from war or whatever, but I always say, look at all the people that would kill to be in my position to be able to move their bodies. And they can't move their bodies, so I'm going to move for them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move for everybody that can't do it. And I need to be forever grateful that my body moves. So I always say, change your perspective. We look at like, oh, I have to go work out. Instead of Wow, what a gift to get to work out because there are so many people in this world that cannot move. And we we uh, don't cherish it enough. It's a gift that it can be taken away from us at any day. Any one of us can have something happen five minutes from now. So go move it and enjoy it. And get your family involved. It's so much more fun if you do it, whether it be your spouse or your girlfriends. or yeah. I mean, speaking of girlfriends, you should come to one of my events. Bring a girl's trip. I mean, hello. It's going to be a workout party you will remember for several days. Workout party. We can find you on Instagram, Erin Opria. We yes. can find you at erinopria.com. Yeah. Where else can we find you? <laughs> well, those are the main places. Cool. Love it. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Whiskey Row on Saturdays in downtown Nashville. Oh, my gosh. Nashville. That's on my list again, again uh, and again. I love it so much. Fun city. This is just as good in Chicago. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Erin. It has been so much fun to talk to you. Well, thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Yeah, I'll sit, I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not around. Just know I'll be back, so no need to frown. This podcast is a SweatLife.com production, and it's another thing that's better with friends. So please, share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you have a chance to leave us a rating or review while you're there, we would truly appreciate it. Special thanks to Jay Manu for our theme music. To our guest this week, Erin Opria. Thanks to Ryan Deffitt for editing. And of course, an extra special thanks to you, our listeners.